What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am and uh, today I've got a story time that takes place from back when I was in college. It's a pretty funny one about a teacher who just kind of had it out for me. Still not really sure why to be honest. I was just trying to do my thing but I thought it would be a story time y'all would enjoy. Before we get into it, be sure to press the like button, otherwise no joke, no scam whatsoever, your teacher will try to fail you, and without further ado, let's hop into it. Alright, so this is from the uh, one year that I was in college, it was my English class, and we had an assignment about what we wanted to do in the future. We had about two weeks to make the assignment and type it out, and we were supposed to take it seriously because, you know, now that we were at college, it's time to think about the future, which is true, I get it, but I have a really, really bad track record of, like, forgetting stuff and then doing it the day before it's due, so we had two weeks and I totally forgot about it until the night before it was due. And I remembered and I was like, crap, I don't really know how I'm going to write this in the next three hours if I'm like going to actually do something that I want to do in the future, you know? So I decided I would just kind of write a paper about a joke career path. And so I was talking about how I had this business idea after watching Cars, the Pixar movie, that I was going to open a car wash that made cars dirtier. It makes no sense, I don't even know what I was thinking, I might not have been in the right state of mind. But y'all picking up what I'm putting down, I just needed to get it done. So whatever, I write this stupid page and a half like thing about how oh, I'm gonna open this car wash and it's my plan and blah blah blah. It makes no sense, but I turn it in because I figure like even if I get a 62% it's better than a zero, you know? Like I might be able to pull it out GPA wise by the end of the semester. But I get my grade back and I got an 82% and I thought it was hilarious. Like when I saw it, I was literally thinking to myself, there's no way I got to be on that. I was elated and an 82 is not a high grade. I don't want you guys to get confused. Like I don't think an 82 is a 100%. But when I turned it in, I was expecting a high F low D. Like it was, it was garbage. So I was pretty hyped considering how dumb it was. And the next day that I had that class, I'm sitting there, and at the end of class, I go to get up, and the teacher's like, hey, can I talk to you? And I assumed that it was not related, because it had been a little bit since the assignment. There hadn't really been any talk of it during the class, so I just thought, I, I don't know, maybe it was like an enrollment issue, something in a conflicting class schedule. I don't know. I didn't really think too much about it. So I stay after and I walk up to the desk and I'm like, hey, what's up? And she's like, uh, do you think my class is a joke? And I'm a little bit confused. <laughs> I'm playing dumb. I kind of knew what she was talking about, but at the same time, it's not like I wrote the essay to be offensive. I didn't think the class was a joke. She was more than like capable of giving me an F. I would have understood. It's not like I, I tr was treating the class like a joke. I was just being dumb. But I'm playing dumb, so I ask, what do you mean? Like, why do you think I'm treating your class like a joke? And she's like, well, your essay, it was just kind of like you were treating this assignment like a joke. And yeah, I was treating the assignment like a joke, but I had gotten a B, so I was confused. Like, if she would have failed me, I would have understood this conversation a lot more, but I was just not really understanding the messaging of giving me a B and then getting mad. Like, you should have just failed me, and then I would have understood that it was a no-go. And so when I say, well, I got a B, I'm confused, she's like, well, because it was the first assignment of the year, it was more about the formatting, grammatical errors. You didn't have any of those, but most of other people in the class, like, took it seriously and talked about what they want to be in the future, and it just felt like you were treating the assignment like a joke. 
And I didn't really have a defense for myself, so I was like, yeah, well, I was just trying to have fun with it, you know, I, I don't really know what I want to do with the rest of my life. And she cuts me off in the middle of my explanation and is like, well, I don't think you respect this class because this isn't a place to be having fun with your assignments. If I give you an assignment and I ask you to think deeply about the prompt, then I expect you to think deeply. And next time, it doesn't matter about the formatting. If you treat an assignment poorly, then I will grade you harshly. And if you ever make a joke of my assignments again, you will fail. And so I thought she was kidding, you know, like maybe this was all an elaborate ruse to, I, I don't know, show me that she had a good sense of humor. So I smile because it was just so angry. Like I got a speech that a Disney villain gives when they think they have the hero beaten. So I smile and she's like, wipe that smile off your face. I'm serious. This class is not a joke. This is college. It's not time to mess around anymore. And I was like, all right, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you upset. Like, I was just trying to get the assignment done. I didn't really mean to offend you. Because I genuinely didn't. Like, of course, in my mind, I wanted to say this is stupid. But when your teacher is yelling that they're going to fail you, you're kind of like, okay, I'm so sorry. And listen, I understood it was a serious assignment. But there was no outline about, like, do not turn in a joke because I will be mad. There was, there was nothing like that. It was kind of obvious, though. I will say that. So whatever. After that, I was just trying to be the most boring writer as, like, the most boring writer I could possibly imagine. Because I was not trying to have any issues, and all of the assignments just kept being insanely boring, so I just wrote them as boringly as I could. But I did my job. You know, I had no more fun with the assignments, but... Every time I would turn in my assignment, dude, she would take forever to grade it and, like, ask me questions about what I had written to make sure that I knew what I was talking about. Like, she was, she was on me. She was looking for a reason to fail me. I didn't give her a reason, but one day some poor soul had made the mistake of trying to have fun with an assignment. And this was more into the year where, like, you know, we all kind of got the vibe that there was no fun allowed. But he turned in an assignment trying to have fun, and she puts his essay up on the screen in front of everybody and just starts roasting him, saying that, you know, she can't believe that he dared try to have any fun, and this was a serious writing class, and she didn't understand why we were incapable of taking things seriously. And the class is just silent, we're not reacting one way or the other, because we all feel bad that this kid's getting yelled at, but none of us are going to be the person to be like, oh, this is a little much. But she basically finishes her speech by saying that because he had done this before, he could just not come anymore because she was going to fail him. So, yeah, she was serious about that. Apparently, if you have too much fun in this particular English class, you just fail. I, I don't know. I was very happy when that class ended, and uh, I, I don't miss having a teacher like that. I don't miss having teachers in general. I just thought that was crazy, all because I tried to have fun with an essay. I've got more stories that people have sent in about crazy teachers, though, so stick around. All right, so this one was sent in to me about a guy who had a teacher that was way too old to still be teaching. And, like, that's not a disrespectful thing. The guy had had a very, very long career as a teacher, had done a lot of good. But it just gets to be a point where, like, A, you should go enjoy your retirement, you know, and B, things change and maybe... At a certain point, it's not bad to be like, ah, I can't really keep up and do the same stuff I used to do. But he just refused to retire and the school couldn't really do anything to force him out because he wasn't like breaking rules or anything. He just refused to retire. 
And so he gets assigned to this class for his government class. And before the school year even starts, there's a call from the principal at his house. And they're like, just so everyone's aware ahead of time, we know that this teacher is very unorthodox. We know that he's not covering a lot of the material he's supposed to cover. It's the last year on his contract. We won't be renewing it. But ahead of time, we just want you to know that we know. Which is a weird thing I've never heard of a school doing, but it was like they were almost preemptively trying to avoid a lot of the complaints that they had gotten. But the person who sent this in to me after that phone call is like, well, there's no way it's that bad. Like, it can't be that bad. If the guy can't even teach anything, there's no way he would still be a teacher. You know, his family would have made him retire or something. But on the first day, he walks in, and the teacher is yelling. But it's not because he's mad. It's just because he had, like, started to kind of not have the hearing he used to have, which is fine. Like, you know, it's just the reality of, of getting older. Like, it is what it is. But the one thing that made it frustrating is he refused to admit that his hearing was starting to be affected. He refused to do anything about it. And he was just convinced that everyone around him was messing with him by, like, not speaking up on purpose to make him think he was losing his hearing. So he was just always yelling because if he talked at a normal, like, a volume, then he couldn't hear himself. And he would also get insanely mad with everybody because he would be like, why are you whispering, trying to convince me that I'm losing my hearing? And would just get so mad and start screaming at them. So everybody else in the class had to basically yell at him all the time because otherwise he would get mad at you for not talking loud enough. So that's just his impression on the first day. Like, all right, he's going to yell all the time. We have to yell all the time. He never wants to admit that anything's changed with him. We're just all somehow evil children trying to convince him that he can't hear. And like I said, it wouldn't be an issue. You know, if you were like, hey, obviously, guys, I'm a little older. You know, I, I just need you guys to speak up a little bit. And if I speak loudly, I'm sorry. It's just a byproduct of what's going on. But he was just pretending like everyone else was insane. And on top of all that, it was like he forgot what topic he was supposed to be teaching. For example, he would just start the class and start a math lesson. It's not a math class, you know? And then in the middle of this math, he would just go on a tangent about how he used to raise chickens. And then he would talk about food for a while and how you're supposed to eat three meals a day. And then he would go back to math. And it was a government class, so it's just all over the place. No one's actually learning anything, which I don't know if is the worst at the time. At the time, you're like, wow, this class is so easy. But in retrospect, you're like, wow, I spent an entire year basically babysitting someone's grandpa. One week, he started going off about how he had this, like, super high-tech documentary series that they were going to love. It was a few years old, so some stuff was out of date, but they were going to love it. And they walk into class when they're supposed to start watching this, and they're confused. Because do you remember those old media carts that had, like, the VHS player? One of those is in there. And they didn't even think that those things still existed. Like, I assumed that all of those were chilling in the bottom of a landfill somewhere. But no, he's got it ready to go, and uh, it's a documentary series from, like, 1979 about American history, which, you know, if you do some math, that's a little bit ago. A lot of history has happened in between 1979 and now that they probably need to talk about. And I feel like the way we process and teach information has probably changed a bit, too. 
And what made this super high-tech documentary thing even better is, like, he managed to somehow have some tech problems with a VHS machine, you know? And any time technology didn't work, he would get so angry and be like, this is why we should just avoid technology. In this guy's world, going full Amish was the best thing to do now that there was technology in schools. And so he would just sit there and, like, swear at his projector or, or the VHS player and be like, technology's stupid, blah, 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 it's so dumb, but would never take any time to, like, I don't know, unplug it, replug it back in. Like, it, actually, troubleshooting was too hard. He would just use very creative language to get angry at, at the equipment, which, hey, man, I'm not trying to police anyone's language. I don't care what you say. It's just funny if you're going to be getting mad at a computer for not turning on when you're not pressing the power button. And the real icing on the cake, just for how confusing of a school year it was, was inevitably, when the year was coming to an end, they got their final assignment. And it was a government class, so you'd think it would be like, you know, a, a government assignment, figure out what the Constitution's about. No, it was to build a birdhouse. I'm not really sure at all how that ties to learning anything about the government, but he was very adamant that this was an important assignment and they would learn a lot by building a birdhouse. But the person who sent this to me did not feel like building a birdhouse, didn't know how to build a birdhouse, didn't know where to go to start building a birdhouse. Not that it's insanely complicated, they just didn't want to do it. So they went to the store and, like, bought one of those kits that's built but rough for people to paint, turned it in, and the teacher was like, oh my gosh, this is such a great birdhouse, and gave them an A+. And they felt bad, but on the other hand, they're like, why were you assigning us to build birdhouses if you can't even tell when one is bought from a store or not? And he was so lazy about it that it wasn't even hidden that it was from a store. The teacher put it up in front of the class one day to show them the great quality birdhouse he had built. And there was like straight up still the price tag on the bottom of it from the store. So I don't know, man. The, the entire situation was just crazy. The year was very entertaining, but it was very unfortunate when they got to, like, the next level of that subject and the teacher was like, why do you guys know nothing? Oh, yeah, because our uh, government teacher just forgot that he was a government teacher pretty often. All right, so this person who sent this in to me was in college, and they were in this class where the teacher was trying to, like, embrace the technological curve, which I'm going to give them credit for because a lot of people fight it, and they had to put all of their assignments in a Google Drive. And so one weekend, this assignment was due, and the teacher had made the mistake of giving everybody the ability to access and delete files. So when the due date was approaching, right before everyone's had to be in the Google Drive, somebody went through and just deleted all of the essays. They had made a burner email, added it to the class. The teacher had just given everyone admin, so they had the ability to just delete all the files. And you would think after that, the teacher would, like, take away admin from everybody or at least take it away from the person who deleted the account. But they don't. They just say, all right, guys, I'm going to give you another week, but whoever did that wasn't nice. And so the deadline comes around again, and so they delete the file again. And the teacher doesn't want to take away admin from everybody. They just spend the next, like, class period in class lecturing them about how whoever is deleting these assignments isn't sticking up to the academic code. Yeah, obviously, they're already willing to be deleting assignments. I don't think that you giving them a speech about how it's not nice is going to change that. 
but they get another week extension. So now this particular essay is two weeks delayed and they don't delete it. It was like that two weeks of delays was enough for them to just get the assignment done. But for major assignments for the rest of that year, that burner email would just go in and delete stuff and get them huge like delays and have way more time to work on stuff. And it was like the teacher didn't want to remove that burner email for whatever reason, which would have probably solved the problem. I don't think the person's going to be like brave enough to delete everyone's files from the account that has their name on it. And if anything, why would you not get rid of the account? They kept being like, I don't want to let that person win. And it's like the only way you're going to let them win is if you just keep let them doing it. So whatever, he would just keep giving weak extensions to the class because he wasn't going to, like, fail everybody because of it. But by the time the end of the semester's coming around, all of the delays had started to stack up. And there was five assignments that they were supposed to get to for that particular topic that year that they couldn't. And the teacher, the professor, didn't want to, like, extend the class a bunch of more time. And on top of that, let's say you extend the class, like, a month into summer— I don't know if they get paid for it for going longer. What if the person starts deleting files? So he just said, all right, I'm going to give everybody an A on this stuff. But whoever did that, like that wasn't very cool. And I don't like that, which duh, you don't like it. Your job as a college professor kind of gets thrown out the window. If people can just delete files and not have you teach half the class. But somewhere out there is a dude who was in this class who just added a burner email at the start of the year and probably thought, no way this will ever come in handy. And now he just deleted files all the way to an A in class. And like, I just can't believe they didn't solve it. I don't really care about wanting the delay. Like I could imagine being in a situation where you want an extra week for an assignment or whatnot. I feel like at a certain point, if you just keep letting the person do it over and over again, deleting all the files of all the class and giving them delays and just saying, hey, don't do that. And you just refuse to remove the email. You're kind of like setting yourself up for it. Obviously the person shouldn't be deleting all of the assignments. But dude, take away the ability to delete the file. It's really not that complicated. You're not letting them win. But yeah, somewhere out there, someone just deleted files to an A. So the last story I've got today actually comes from my dad way back in the day. He recently told me this story. He had a teacher when he was like in eighth grade for this marketing class they had him do. And she just did not like my dad. She didn't really like anyone. It was like just being there was the most annoying thing that had ever happened ever. Whether you were a teacher, whether you were a student, this lady just had a way of being like, you are the most annoying person. But she particularly did not like my dad. And she didn't like my dad because he was always trying to have too much fun with assignments. And on this particular day, they had been told that they had to like make a breakfast cereal and promote a commercial. So him and his best friend had like taken Raisin Bran and rebranded it or something, something dumb. And he's kind of sitting there and he takes a bite and he shoots up excitedly to be like, "Mm, this is so good, like overacting the commercial. But when he shoots up all of the Raisin Bran, there's no milk in it, kind of goes flying everywhere because that's how inertia works. But my dad just, I don't know, probably not thinking anything of it, just doesn't realize that the cereal is going to fly everywhere. So it starts flinging everywhere. And now that it's flying everywhere, he decides that he's just going to take the box and fling it everywhere, which was dumb. He says he doesn't really know why he thought that was a good idea, but it was just what he did in the moment. And the teacher starts running over, yelling about how he's making a mess, like grabbing the box. But there was already some cereal flying around by the time she ran over and grabbed the box. 
and a lot of it ended up landing in her hair and she just like had that 80s hair you know where it's all hairsprayed to the point where it's basically like i don't know like a rat trap like a glue rat trap probably used enough aerosol cans to single-handedly cause global warming well all the like cereal lands in her hair and just sticks there and she doesn't notice and she's yelling at him for making a mess and he's like okay and starts picking up everything off the floor and her hair is covered in cereal and he doesn't say anything and he's surprised because no other students in class say anything and usually in this situation there's one goody two-shoe that's like uh ma'am you know there's cereal in her hair so the rest of the class they just let her teach with all this cereal in her hair and apparently she wasn't very nice to other teachers either because the class ends and all the teachers go stand in the hall and all the teachers see all this cereal in her hair but they don't say anything and none of the students walking by say anything people would laugh but the teacher just assumed that they were like being mean so she would argue with them and be like what are you laughing at so they weren't gonna tell her oh you have cereal in your hair so no one says anything And over the course of the day, like, it slowly falls out little by little. But sure enough, even by the end of the day, like, there's still some cereal there. And everyone was just letting her walk around with this raisin bran drip because she was the mean lady and everyone was just like, nah, we're gonna let you have the cereal in your hair. You know you're a mean teacher when even the teachers don't have your back. I feel like usually they're a united front, you know? If they're letting cereal stay in your hair, then you gotta be angry at the PTA meeting. Either way, guys, I think that's gonna do it for the video. Hopefully you enjoyed. If you did, I'd really appreciate you taking a second to press the like button. Let me know what you thought in the comment section down below. And of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on those notifications. If you like listening to these, but you want to listen to like the audio like a podcast, I do post a podcast version over on Spotify. Link down below. Feel free to check it out. But uh, yeah, on that note, guys, don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And hopefully I'll see you guys all next time. I'm out. Peace.